0: This is Michael Barham, author of When the Ball Goes Flat. You are now listening to Moments of Grace Podcast with Dr. Butler. Good morning from Nigeria. I really want to congratulate you on your nomination for the Spin Award. I I really appreciate it, and at the same time, it's a testament to the fact that you're actually doing a very good job. At the same time, I just want to really appreciate your podcast because um, it's nice and educative. I've actually learnt a lot. Uh, you're telling me about you're telling us about the World War World War Two experience, World War Two, through the experience of your grandfather a really savvy distinction. I really appreciate him. At the same time, it will be a lesson for everyone. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. Welcome to Moments of Grace. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, your teacher today. And this is part two. Of the case against hate let me lay the case out for you and then we will try this case and the case today's name is it's legal but it's not right the case today is it's legal but it's not right we're gonna be referencing scriptures acts 27 starting at the first verse through 28 and 16, so I will leave that reading up to you as we get into the case today, the case of the Apostle Paul, and it's legal, but it's not right, a reference today, we're going to look at some of the evidence, and one of the evidence is in Acts 23 and 11, where God gives Paul a vision and what he has to do from God for God. Acts 23 and 11 says the following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, take courage as you have testified about me in Jerusalem. So you must also testify in Rome. Little did Paul know at this time when God tells him this, that he would go through two years of trials in the Jewish courts, Jews accusing him. And he's going through all of these trials and no one can find any fault in Paul because Paul is being charged with perdition and perdition means trying to overthrow the government. And the only thing Paul is doing is sharing the gospel of Christ and sharing his witness on the Damascus Road. And so for two years, he's going from court to court to court with them passing judgment on him, the Jews passing judgment on him that he is trying to overthrow the government. And Paul, being a very intellectual and smart person, he invokes the right because he is also part Roman and part Jewish. He invokes the right of a Roman citizen to be tried in Rome. And so now let's fast forward back to where we are in our story. So Paul is on the ship. The ship leaves in the summertime and the, and the waters are calm and everything is going well. In fact, they had to transport Paul into another ship that was larger to go into Rome. So just as you, if you've ever flown, you go into a, smaller uh, plane that gets you to one destination and then uh, you get to a larger place or a larger port and more people get onto a larger ship or a larger plane to go to the bigger destination. Same thing here. So Paul gets in, he's in a larger ship and, and because Paul is such a polarizing figure with the Jews, he is Given a bodyguard and the bodyguard is name is Julius. Now, Julian, now Julius. Now, let's keep in mind, let's keep in mind who is on the ship. The people on the ship are the centurions, passengers and some of the accusers that are Jews that are going to accuse Paul. I've never heard this teaching before, but it's here. They're also the accusers of Paul that are on the ship. As well as the centurion which means let's teach a little bit century or centurion means that he was a leader or a captain over a hundred soldiers so we know at least a hundred soldiers are on this ship with paul we know julian is there we understand that there are prisoners that are there we understand there are accusers there and there are the ship workers that are there and there may be Uh, a host of people that are are mixed in that you know are just trying to get to Rome so Paul is on the ship and the waters because now it's taken such a long time to get to Rome that it has gone from the calm waters of the summer to we understand between September and October now it is cold and this is not weather that you would sail in how do we know that it is that time because if we look at acts 27 and 9 paul tries to to uh, tell the jews that are on the ship the ones that are his his accusers to break their fast and the fast is for the jewish day of atonement is in september and october so we know that these Jews are on there and at the same time, uh, uh, Paul is trying to get them to break their fast because they have not eaten. And now you are in bad weather. How many times have you wanted to do what God told you to do and you had to break you tried to do what tradition wanted you to do and you had to break with tradition to do something to survive? And that's what this was. The day Jewish day of atonement was there as tradition in fact the word of god says you'll make your tradition against the word of god the word of god of no account because of your tradition here they were they were getting ready to to uh, uh literally die because the weather is so bad it's cold i want you to to understand what i'm saying It's september and october they're on the water it is cold and you're fasting because of tradition. And here it is. Paul talks with his enemies and convinced them to break their fast, that they needed to eat because they were just really getting started with this bad weather. Paul tried to tell the centurion again, Julius is the centurion, is captain over 100. He tries to tell him when they come to Fairhaven that they need to um, go on and dock. But they make a decision not to again in bad weather. See, sometimes you can have the best advice in the world. And when you don't take the best advice in the world, certain things are going to happen. Storms rise up. As they get closer to uh, Rome, storms rise up, but they are going through the uh, islands of Malta because the waters are so choppy. The waters are so bad. They are going through the island of Malta because they're trying to find a better way other than the larger um, the, the larger body of water. They're trying to find a better way here in the Mediterranean seas and they have decided to go through the little islands of Malta but there's a problem. Here's the problem. Because Malta is such a is an island that has choppy waters during this particular time and it has rocks out in the middle of the water. So so they drop anchor and the anchors don't work. They unload the ship and that does not work. And here it is, here's the case. The ship is shipwrecked and Julius has the legal right to kill every prisoner on the ship. It is legal, but it's not right. How many things in society are legal, but not right? You can talk about someone and destroy their character. It's legal. But it's not right. You can live a certain lifestyle that is outside the moral framework of of humanity and the, the moral framework of God. It's legal, but it's not right. You can lie on people and you can talk about them. You can tear their character down. It's legal, but it's not right. And here, Julius has a legal dilemma because he is in charge of these prisoners. And it is Roman law that any slave or any prisoner that might escape, you have the legal right to kill all of the prisoners. That was Roman law. How many laws are made by the people that are in charge? How many unrighteous laws are made against the poor, against people that are downtrodden you're already down and now laws are there to press you down it's legal but it's not right here it is here it is here it is here's the case since they left and paul has gotten to know julius paul has been sharing the gospel With Julius. Paul has been sharing with him. The word of God. Paul has been loving on Julius. Paul has gotten to know Julius. Julius has got to know Paul. And when there's time. To make a decision between. What is legal. And lawful. And righteousness. I could hear. In my mind. Paul's speaking to Julius's heart, and the word says Julius wanted to save Paul, and Paul guarantees him that none would be lost because God told Paul none would be lost, and he translated that, or transmuted that, or transliterated it for Julius, and none were lost. He had the legal right but he chose righteousness. We all need someone that's speaking for an authority for our life. We don't have it in our country. We have, <laughs> we have lawmakers that don't speak for us. So sometimes we've got to speak for others. We've got to be the encouragers because you never know behind the scenes how God is working to keep you alive. How God is working To bless your life. You you never know at any time. How the legal system will come in. And snatch you out of the life that you're in. But the God that we serve. Is a God of righteousness. And so even though it was legal. For Julius. To murder every last one of the prisoners. The word of God stepped in on his heart and he chose righteousness and I want to challenge you today you to choose righteousness in your life it might be legal but is it right and so this is my case number two and if you don't know Yeshua, if you don't know the love of Christ for yourself I want to encourage you to get to know Jesus My life changed so much when I got God in my life. I'm a praying man. I love to pray. I love to talk to God. I love for him to talk back to me. You can have that same experience in your life. You'll learn how to go beyond the legalism of this world and understand the righteousness of divine providence. With that said, that is my case against hate today. I want to encourage you to be with us on next week when we will lay out case number three, the case against hate. I thank you so much for listening and remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next week on the case against hate. Hey guys, it's almost that time of year again. You know, every year we love to make an offer on Moments of Grace and you've caught us at the right time. Uh, Till December 15th, we have a four book package for $25 for you. It's a $60 value. My book, A Moments of Grace, A Devotional for a Busy Life just came out in August as well as Managing the Miracle, Living the Miraculous Life and my daughter's book, The Crystal Kingdom, I said four four books, and we have an 80-page notebook that has the Moments of Grace logo on it. You can go to drajrbutler.com. Again, www.drajrbutler.com and order that gift pack for just $25, where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. You know, that's our ministry, where we're building homes for the homeless and for veterans. So Merry Christmas from Moments of Grace and from this, your favorite host, Dr. Adron Butler, we love you so much. And when you get that pack, we'll sign each and every book for you. And you have a Merry Christmas from Moments of Grace.